Welcome into See You Next Tuesday. I have the one, the only. It's another Emily this week. It's the the month of Emily's. Welcome, as I call her, Miss Emily Agogo. I think that's because that's your Instagram handle, right? Yes. Okay, yes. That's why. You're in my phone is that. Like, it's, yeah. the, full, it's the full experience for me. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, you recently posted on your Instagram story, any of my friends that have a podcast, please do a podcast on the documentary from Paris Hilton. So if you haven't seen it, pause it now and watch it because we're about to dissect it. And if you don't care about it, I don't care about you. Goodbye. Uh, no, not really. <laughs> Stay along. We'll talk about other shit as well. Um, so what were your overall thoughts slash what made you want to talk about it so badly on a, on a podcast? The reason I wanted to get on a podcast was because I watched it like maybe a day or two late and there wasn't already an episode out mm-hmm. or the one podcast that I listened to one of the podcasts I listened to weekly did like a little, you know, like review of it. And I just felt like it was not a deep enough discussion mm-hmm. about it because I feel like it's, I, I just felt like there was so much to talk about and there are so many different things to explore from her life to her image to, I don't know, there's just so much. And then obviously yeah. the main, the meat of the message, I guess. Right. I was like, I have so much to say and I need someone to please let me say that <laughs> out loud. I'm please. happy to be the person to do it. I went into <laughs> it um, not knowing much about it, but I didn't expect it to be what it was. I expected it to be more of, like, the documentaries of how, like, fabulous one's life is or, you know, this and that. I didn't expect it to be, like, deep necessarily, and I felt like it was deeper than I thought that it was. It was – or heavier, if you will. Yeah. Um, but, like, she, she's gone through a lot that mm-hmm. we really didn't know about that happened, like, early on in her childhood that was so traumatic that it, it turned her into who she is today. Yeah. I mean, her whole thing with like the the voice, and because um, I think she did a th- I saw a thing recently on social media where she was like, "It's all been fake. Like, I've it's been a persona that I've put on," um, which is really interesting. But I feel like that's all famous people in a way. Like, it's it's yeah. a it's something that you have to put on because like I feel like everybody behind closed doors just wants to be in their sweatpants. Like underneath this top, I'm wearing pajamas down here, but you'd never know. You know, right. I haven't taken a shower today yet. Would you know that? Because I want a full face of makeup. Um, you know, people like to be comfortable. So what do you think was the biggest takeaway for you with the documentary? Okay. Before I say that, can I just say one thing? Say whatever you want. This is your podcast. You suggested it. It's, it's all yours. Do your thing. I want to say one thing that I, um, I just have to get off my chest. I feel like the voice thing. I just want to Mm -hmm. talk about that for a second. Okay. So I've been, I, I used to really like, care about Paris Hilton and I have Mm -hmm. always been very like um I've been very leave Britney alone about Paris for a very long time okay but then I guess not recently I guess not since I was like since I've been in you know an adult really because like well I think also she disappeared a little yeah like because I remember maybe like three years ago I was like oh Paris Hilton 
let me go see what she's doing. And I went to her Twitter and I saw that her tweets were only getting like 2000 likes. Mm -hmm. That's so interesting to me because she's so big. How is like her social, so that, and it was like, you kind of just like forgot. So I understand why you, cause like, is she out of sight, out of mind, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so exactly. But when I was watching the video or the documentary, I was like, well, there's so much that like the voice thing, for example, Mm -hmm. that's something that longtime Paris Hilton fans know about. Like, like that's not news that she has two voices. Like that came out as like this big thing that people were criticizing about her because people love to criticize her. Um, uh, Maybe like, maybe like 10 years, maybe like that was one of the last things that came out about her before she dropped off. It's probably about how she switches voices, but I want to say we'll get there, Mm -hmm. but there's a part of the documentary where She's just in like her like confessional type interview where I think that she switched voices and I don't think that she did it on purpose. Like, I yeah, think- no, I think it, I feel like it happened a few times and I mean, yeah. it's not to say that like her using like a higher link, like whatever it is, like it was just a way that she- it's like Kim Kardashian. Like, I feel like she doesn't like really all the time. Like, I mean, maybe yeah. they talk like this, but like it like came from something, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it, that's not how they always spoke. Like no. that's not. And like it, even when you listen to early lady Gaga, she talks weird. She has this like fake accent and then she puts on, which I fucking loved. It was yeah. so much fun. Um, <laughs> but like, I, it, I feel like it's really normal. And I also feel like it is a part of Paris's voice at the same time, because when she talks to her dogs, it's how it yeah. sounds. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. just like a higher version of her voice. Yeah. But I feel like because she was watched for, like, at such a young age, and I mean, I remember growing up, like, watching her. That's, like, all, uh, you know, I watched The Simple Life. I was a little young. Like, I, I feel like maybe, like, my sister was more, like, really, like, into, like, The Simple Life and stuff. And But I remember, right. like, watching it, and that was, like, the beginning of what, the internet and influencers are now like she created all of that what was because you were saying that like you were very leave britney alone about paris Mm -hmm. so were you did you idolize her like what was your relationship with her so i felt i always felt like she was unfairly um demonized or i felt like i felt like just like you said, all celebrities have an alter ego. Mm-hmm. So to me, the symbol life, even though I was young, I mean, that was like 2003, maybe up to 2006. Mm-hmm. And I think that anybody who was a, I, I don't know, to me, I was like, this is clearly a persona. This is like, she's yeah. like, this right. isn't who she is. And I knew that when I was like younger. Right. And so I always felt like people just loved and, and, you know, they do this with the, and this is aside from the clear, like appropriation and all of the other problematic things about the Kardashians. But one thing that I always mm-hmm. found weird was that they used to say, she, you know, like Kim didn't do anything. Well, no, I mean, she worked. She didn't like not yeah. work. Yeah, no, um, they, they, I'm sure that like, Kim wakes up so early in the day and does so much shit. Like, yeah, what she's doing are fashion and like things that maybe people envy and wishes that they're that was their job and that they weren't sitting at a desk but like she is working like she did create all of that 
But then, but to me, the thing is, we say that, but Paris created that. Yeah. Paris created the influence. Well, see, for me, I've never looked at Paris, like, badly. Like, I've never, like, viewed her like that. Like, I've always, because I like that type of, like, that's what I've grown up watching. Yeah. So, like, I have no issue with it. I'm stoned and forgot what I was saying. This is why you don't take bong rips before your podcast episode. Literally, every podcast my guest comes on and I'm like, hey, what's up? And then I like take a bong rip and then every time I'm like, I shouldn't do that again because then I get high before I do my thing. But I was like, I just want to relax and have some fun. Um, fuck. What would, what would refresh me? Okay. Well, I also got off topic, so it's no problem. Let's because, circle back. Okay, let's circle all the way back. You said, what was my main takeaway from yes. the... Um, I would say my main takeaway is that <laughs> that Kathy Hilton needs therapy. <laughs> I also have like uh, a note, not gonna lie, not loving the mom. <laughs> like I was like, oh, not a big fan. <laughs> um. I, w- I texted my sister and I was like, I feel as if she knew how, like, bad the schools were. Or, like, that she knew that she went into solitary confinement and all that. Like, don't you, like... And I mean, maybe I- that's me being naive or wrong or whatever, but, like, I don't know. Like, don't you have... Like, did she had to have known. See, I think that... This is the thing, and th- and this I also feel like I need to I need to have a PSA. Um, <laughs> the you don't go to these schools without a certain amount of privilege. So yeah. not everybody is on heiress level. Like not mm-hmm. everyone's family owns a chain of hotels, but this is very much like a I feel like a lot of white privileged people mm-hmm. end up in these situations. Um, because of the way that we deal with behavioral health in the country. Um, I feel like Paris is the exception to the what did Kathy know rule, because I do feel like most parents that I, that are wealthy, but I feel like they're, you know, like tricked into this. I don't Mm -hmm. think that parents, they go to these, they, they, look for these schools because it's like their last resort. Right. And so the people are like, this is your last resort. And we know plenty of kids like this and we've got all the solutions and we're just what we are the last resort type of thing. And they sell right. themselves that way and parents and they say, we're experts. We know what we're doing and yeah. we know how to get your child in line. And we see this all the time and we have proven results and you know, your kid's going to go down a heroin addict, like, you know, whatever, right. even if they're not addicted to heroin. So they need this. Right. Well, and, and maybe, no, I'm not going to say that. I don't think that, I don't think that anyone should be abused. I think that maybe some people should have some of their, like, some people have a lot of privilege and that affects them, but I don't think that that means that they need to be Be locked in a room and naked, like that shit. Or sexually abused. Or taken like from their home and not being told, like, why th- th- this is here's my thing 
I, okay. Yeah, like, it's out of control. She goes to parties. She's partying young. Blah, 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 blah. Why can't, why couldn't they just tell her, we're going to send you to a school and they're going to come and get you? I think that they, I think that part of, and oh, couple things. I did a lot of research after this. So there's a um, subreddit called the, the, so this is an industry. It's called the troubled teen industry. Okay. And they, these, there's so many schools. It's not just Provo Canyon. There's schools, especially out. And I guess you call that the Midwest. Some people call Michigan the Midwest and I don't think of it like that, but like the Wyoming, Idaho, Utah, uh-huh. um, those States have uh, less strict child abuse laws. And that's why a lot of these types of behavioral reform schools are out there because they can get away with this kind of stupid. Yeah. So that's why. Okay. And also, oh my God, I'm just like flying through this, but I have to get this out right now. I put this on Reddit. Say anything you want. Before I watched the Paris Hilton documentary, Mm -hmm. I was feeling very passionate about what's going on on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Okay. And I was just like watching it and I was like, how did the show get here? How did, how did we get here with this show? Mm -hmm. And so I decided to do a rewatch. And in of this season or all of Beverly Hills, the whole, the whole show. Oh, I'm also watching Beverly Hills right now. I'm on season three. I'm on season three. Stop. We have so much more to talk about. I know. Okay, great. And the Russell shit. Oh my God. So much shit. Okay, so season one, episode four. I wow. can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. But the fact that we're getting the specific. <laughs> Let me tell you, okay? Because I was like, wait, I rewound it and watched it three times. Oh. It's a Lisa spotlight. Lisa's like, oh, you know, I love cooking at home and da 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 da. And then she starts talking about um, Pandora and then she starts talking about Max. Mm-hmm. And you're a VPR fan. Yes. So, like, and I don't, and I've actually, I've watched the entirety of Beverly Hills before, mm-hmm. um, but I don't remember this, but um, Max was a bigger star on VPR than he was on Beverly Hills. Yeah. Um, and she just very casually is like, well, Max fell into the wrong crowd and he was smoking pot and doing all kinds of things. And so we sent him to live with his godmother in Utah and went to a boarding school. We sent him to boarding school in Utah or Idaho. It wasn't Utah. It was Idaho. And I was like, yo, she sent him to one of these schools. Did you look it up? I I looked up. I mean, I looked up, I looked up his name and I looked up that he went to a boarding school. That's all it says, but it's in Idaho. Uh Uh-huh. And it's like, that's where these schools are. But it's also like, I'm not a parent. So it's, it's hard for me to judge people's parenting, but I watch a lot of reality TV. And I'm like, I, I would do that differently. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, what is the big deal about, like, I did not smoke pot in high school. For some reason, I was really against drugs in high school. Like, I was like, I am never, I'm not doing wrong, and now I'm wearing a pot leaf necklace around my fucking <laughs> neck every day. I shower with it on. Um, but like, what, what did y'all, what do y'all expect? What did y'all do in high school? And why are y'all so mad? Like, this is, it's not out of control for your teenager to want to drink, to want to be an adult, to want to smoke pot, to, like, that is normal teenage shit. So I don't understand what the hullabaloo is 
and why it's so out of control. But then we see Lisa and Ken judge the fact that he wants to be a musician. Right. Musicians end up on drugs and this and that. And there's just this whole, like, and then they go to, like, MI. And, like, then they were so impressed when they found out that it wasn't, like, you know, people just shooting up heroin in the corner and playing a guitar riff. And I just don't understand, like, that where it's like they're teenagers like what do you what what did you expect was gonna happen they can't all be pandy you know and like he was adopted so like who knows what kind of trauma that he has deep down that he maybe doesn't even actually know about and or like hasn't dealt with because that family doesn't believe in therapy we hear ken talk all about it ken makes that very clear 18 hours about real housewives of beverly hills right now because i have been get this I have been so into watching Beverly Hills that I haven't even been watching, like, the Potomac? actual live shit that's going on. I haven't on. been watching, oh, uh, sorry. I haven't been watching Potomac because I've just been so, like, in the Beverly Hills. What? Did you catch up? I, I didn't see last night's episode, no. Okay, no, I hear last night's episode is where it's, like, really start. We break the fourth wall. Okay. <gasps> I love it. I love when we break the fourth wall. People hate it when Bravo does that. I don't think people really hate it. I think that's, I think that's fake. <laughs> I'm not going to say what, what the guy in the White House says. But I, yeah, I was going to do it, and then I was like, I'm not saying that. No, I'm not saying no, that. Like, but it, I, I think that it is. I think that it's bullshit. I think that people love when they break the fourth wall. I think that Bravo doesn't want them to break mm. the fourth wall. But we love – I mean, like, it – and I, re- I don't even remember, like, the first time it, like, really happened. Because, like, you – the only recent other time I remember it happening is in New Jersey when Teresa, like, walks away and she, like, throws the cup and you, like, see the cameras and shit. Yeah. Um, but I love when you see producers or cameras or whatever. It's great. It's where the real juice is. It's, and, and, and that's why they, I feel like they ended up having to show it. Because yeah. like there's all these things that happen, and they're like, no, 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 this is what happened. Me pointing with my pen. Put it down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and I think that, well, shows like Beverly Hills, though, will really benefit from that. Because they are doing the most mm-hmm. to go, they, they do the absolute most to not talk about the cameras. Yeah. And it's so bizarre to me. It's like, just say that, like, Denise didn't want ABC on the show. Yeah. And Kyle wanted to keep it a storyline. And Denise was uncool with that. And y'all got in a fight about it. And that's why we're sitting here talking about damn Brandy, goddamn Glanville. Can we oh, just. That's why? I mean, that's what I think. I think okay. that it's just like, I just don't think that any of this. Do you think happened. that they slept together? Do you think that Pussy was eaten? I think they maybe I think maybe some fingering went on. I don't know about I don't know about pussy being Nate. I just I feel like why would Brandy lie about that? Brand when has Brandy ever lied? Has she lied a lot? Yeah, she lies all the time. Oh fuck. Okay. Well I haven't I haven't gotten to her part <laughs> yet, okay? I don't I had somebody say to me recently, like, you're not a true fan of Bravo because you can't remember stuff. Listen, I can't remember anything. Like I, you know, because like the you stole my goddamn house. When oh, people yeah. said that quote, I couldn't place it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can't place it, but now I can because I just watched the rewatched Beverly Hills. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, Brandy but I just, just like, forget. She just maybe she doesn't lie. I just think that she she 
exaggerates things and misplaces facts and time and thing like that to a point where like, yes, maybe, okay, me and you made out, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But we didn't make out when you were dating XYZ on this day. We made out when maybe I was dating someone else and it's controversial and that, like, I feel like she takes things that happen and are controversial in one way mm -hmm. and makes them controversial in another way for no Got reason. It. That's what she does. Maybe she doesn't lie, but she, she twists shit up. Maybe. Anyway, I don't know why we're talking. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just so into Beverly Hills as well. Me too. Okay, we can, I'm watching, we can so. circle it back to Paris <laughs> and then get back to this later. <laughs> well, we can, we can tie it in because then we have Kyle. And, oh, yeah. And I texted you. I was like, it's so nice to hear Kyle's voice on the old tapes because when they started playing i was like that sounds like kyle and then she started her voiceover and i was like oh yeah. it actually is kyle is on brown. that tape mm -hmm. she probably is the reason that they have a lot of footage yeah she probably I mean, gave it yeah yeah i mean and, and kyle always you know she loves she you know she loves like her sisters and she loves paris and and, mm -hmm. and kyle to me brings off what is their relationship again <clears throat> Kyle and Paris. Kyle is Paris's aunt. Got it. Okay. Kathy Hilton. Okay, so Kathy Hilton. Mm -hmm. She's called Little Kathy on the internet. You have Big Kathy. That's um, their mom. Okay. So Kathy Hilton, Kyle Richards, Kim Richards. Those are the three yeah. kids? Yeah. Kyle, Kim, and, and Kathy are all sisters, and they're Big Kathy's Got it. daughters. Got it. Big Kathy is known on the dark web as being abusive and um like a stage mom like chris jenner but w not as successful okay um and being like like basically like sh selling her kids out at very very young ages before it was like something where before it was the way that chris jenner does it now i don't think that it's looked at as that bad mm -hmm. um but i but what kathy was doing back in the day with kim and all them was kind of like kind of fucked up and yeah kinda like putting them in situations that made them uncomfortable just to make money well even early on in beverly hills you mm -hmm. kind of hear them talk about like the child acting thing and you can kind of tell that it's not the like best memory they've had like with kim right. like because she's like she she clearly is is not all mentally amazing like in the beginning there you know like and to, I'm like now she seems she seems like she's doing really well so like that makes me happy but like yeah. in the beginning there so I feel like maybe because of a lot of whatever happened like she was maybe traumatized absolutely and I think that so then we and so then we come into this other aspect right I think that America United mm -hmm. States hasn't necessarily and you know, do you know what I do for a living? Like what I do, like for real? You you work with children? You're I a do. teacher? No, I'm not a teacher. Not a teacher. I am I'm not a teacher. No. Um, I'm a. I'm not gonna say my actual title because it's gonna. I don't you know need that out there. But basically, I'm a behavioral coach. Got you. So um, 
I work with kids on with behavior issues mm-hmm. and it's almost like when I watched this, I thought like, well, shit. And I've been thinking this for a while. Like if, if all schools had people that did what I do, we wouldn't need these, like, there would be no need to sell people on this idea of like a behavioral reform school and our alternative school. Anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I feel like there's this problem that we have in America where we're not coming, we don't have a really clear boundary on what child abuse is. Mm-hmm. So a lot of parents feel like, well, my grandma got the switch in the backyard and beat the shit out of me when I did this, that, and the third, and I'm fine. And that ve- may very well be. I'm not a psychologist. I don't, you know, whatever. I just think that like that blurs the line for some parents when it comes to a school coming to you or you find them and they say, we're going to provide structure and your kid is 15 out here being a club kid in New York doing blow on the scene. Like you're going to be like fucking cool. They do need like, they need structure. They need like, right they need to have the scent. This is not my words. This is like something that people say, but like the sense beat into them or something. Right. Yeah. And and for some people, I don't think that that is a problem. And again, Uh, I'm not a psychologist. I just, my thing is like, I don't understand what like spanking or hitting does because it's like, I feel like I, I wasn't, I never got hit once in my life and I like was able to know like, like why I wasn't doing something instead of them spanking me. They explained to me why no was the answer there. And I feel like when your kid is like one, two, three, four, five, and you're spanking them for doing something wrong, they don't understand why they're not supposed to be doing something. They know to not do it because they don't want to get hit. Like what, and like Kathy said on the documentary, she was like, fear is the best power that you can have over someone. And that was like scary to me. It is Like, scary. I'm like, that's not what you want in a mom. You don't want her to be like, I want you to fear me. That isn't yeah. like what you want. So I truly don't understand the spanking mentality because I don't think that that is going to stop like, just explain it. I, I just, I don't understand what it does. I think that for the, in some cases it may be like the, like, and, and it's generational, which is why I say that it's a huge issue that we don't talk about because like, I mean, okay. So my mom is 78. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way that she was raised was like, I don't think that she, I have actually no idea. She never talks about her parents. I've never even seen a picture of my grandma. So I don't mm-hmm. know this. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was raised very differently and it was very like a very cold, a very like hard line was drawn between parent and child. And there was mm-hmm. no, like, you, you, you're not your kid's friend. You're not right. like here to like have a relationship. You're here to like get them out the door and get them settled and out the door. So which how terrible. Well, yeah, I guess, but also like, I don't know what, what it was a different time. It was just such a different time. And so a lot of people grow up and I mean, my mom's the age of a lot of people's grandparents. So like, you know, your grandparents did that to your parents, your parents do that to you. Like, you know, it's just kind of, 
I can see, especially, and again, exception to the rule, I don't think that Paris is like, you know, I, there's a lot about it that I'm kind of like, you kind of have too much money to have all these issues that you're putting on this documentary right now. But then part of me is very compassionate and especially not, maybe not towards Kathy, but towards other parents who get, you know, this idea that it's like, you know, you don't want to hit your kid. You don't want to put them through all this pain, but that's what we're here for because mm. they'll come back more disciplined. I guess maybe that's what like people get in the army for. I don't know. I don't really know anything about the military. Got it. What do you mean by having too much money to be able to complain about it or have those like, do you mean like just like Paris no, I meant Kathy. Sorry. Oh, okay. Got yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, I, I feel like maybe Kathy doesn't have an excuse necessarily for not knowing what was going on at the school because mm -hmm. if I had all the money in the world and because one of the big things is you're telling what, what kids are saying are that they couldn't call home and tell them what was really going on and the abuse that they experienced because they would get in trouble, mm -hmm. which I 100% believe. Oh, yeah. What... I'm not sure of is if I was Kathy and I had all this money and power and influence and I don't know, my kid wasn't calling me or was sounding funny on the phone. Like, I, I mean, if I was sending my kid anywhere, I would probably have them under some like crazy, like, like private investigation shit just to like, yeah. Make sure. make sure that everything that's going on is what they say. Right. <clears throat> I mean, personally, I don't think I would able, able I, I would be able to let two men in and take my child away and then like have her kicking and screaming as she leaves out the door. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. cause they drew a cartoon of it and it just seemed so dramatic. And then you hear Nikki also talk about hearing her just like screaming bloody murder. And then the next morning they act like nothing happened. And, and that's, that's, that's actually like, that's not just a Paris thing. That's like part of the, Oh, I know. The board, yeah. The boarding school thing. That's so crazy. Yeah. Um, one of my biggest things too, was that at the end we see Paris tell her mom like what happened and like, we see her react and like, she puts her head down and she acts really sad and then she looks back up and her eyes are dry. And I was like, mm -hmm. well, that was okay. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's not like I don't believe that she didn't know what was going on, but I feel like she just, like, decided to, like, not know. Yeah. Because she was told that it was going to work or whatever. And all it did was drive Paris to want to, you know, become somebody who didn't have to be told what to do. And but also be a teenager for fucking ever or a kid forever, honestly. Yeah, because she really oh. has, like, zero responsibilities. But my point was, is that during that, when she said all of that, I was disappointed that Kathy didn't apologize. Yeah. And then my sister was like, well, maybe she did it off camera. And I'm like, mm, why would she do it off like that? It would have, I'm sure we would, she would have wanted, like, I, I just don't, like, if I knew that my daughter felt traumatized and, like, she had gone through a lot of pain, I would be, like, I'm really sorry that you had to go through that. And like, yeah. yeah, it made you the person that you are today and you're amazing, but I'm so sorry that you had to go through that. And instead, Kathy is just sitting there like, I mean, she's just so strong because of it. Look at her now. I did that. Fuck you. It's really weird. And you'll see that same like, but they have like this culture of like, we don't talk about it. 
-hmm. And like, that's how Kyle treated Kim. Yeah. With the, with the drugs and alcohol. I'm so happy that we can do these two hand in hand. Like it's, yeah. it's, it's incredible. Well, they're very important to put together because the Hiltons, they are. They, I mean, that family's got a lot of weird shit going on. Did you ever watch American woman Kyle's series? Mm -mm. So we'll, we'll have to watch that together. Cause I never watched it either. I just, but like, there's apparently like a bunch of stuff in it. Right. So it's it, Kyle wrote it about her mom. Everyone already knew that her mom was like a major problematic figure. Mm -hmm. But when, but the family is so like, we don't talk about it, that they did not want her to release it. She released it. She got one season done. Apparently it was very good. I never watched it because the, I guess the drama around it, I never even thought it aired. But I guess it did. I, based on like the, the reality show, Real Housewives, I like didn't want to watch it. Because it seemed like it, like, like, they, they also made it seem like it wasn't going to be good, I feel like, or that it was, like, cheaply done or something. I don't know. I think that, I think FX did it, and I feel very satisfied with everything FX does. Huh. Um, <laughs> I like that. I feel very satisfied. <laughs> like, a recap of it. Yes, I mean, and, then we, and then we can talk about it. Yeah, no, I'm super into that, because I really, <laughs> I'm really fascinated by this family. I could, honestly, if you wanted to. I mean, you're opening up my mind to so much that I didn't know just by watching the documentary. You're almost like a little, a little encyclopedia. I didn't know I needed. Well, also I literally cannot get over how good you look like <laughs> I, goals. I can't, it's too good. Thank you. Break your leg. It'll change your life, man. You go like three months without eating and you'll sleep all the time. It'll be so tight <laughs> and you won't drink because you'll be on drugs. You'll be tight. <laughs> oh my Lord. That sounds miserable. I'm happier. Better now. I was shocked to see, cause you broke your leg skating, right? Correct. Yes. And then you broke it, got a bunch of crap done to it. It was all, you got surgery, right? Yes. Yeah. It was a whole thing. Then you went back and skated again. No. So I didn't actually skate. I got put it. skates on. Okay. To like, because when you're learning how to quad skate, part of the thing is when you're like a beginner, part of the thing is you just put the skates on your feet every day. That's like step one. You do that for like two weeks just to get your like, body and your feet used to the feel of having them on. You don't get up, you don't roll around. So I did that um, because I was like, well, I was never very good at skating anyway. So I figured I should uh, <laughs> probably just relearn the whole thing. Yeah. And um, I stood up and I thought I would be fine because I didn't feel super traumatized from it. But then I got like super dizzy. I thought I was going to faint. And oh God. Sat down and I was like, all right, well, we're just going to take these stand. bad boys off. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and that oh, was well. three days after the last time i was a guest on your podcast i just can't believe it that's so I mean, wild a different state of mind at that time i was a different person it feels like <laughs> <laughs> do you like the after broken leg version of you i do also one thing we can cut all of this out but i um when we talked i was you asked me a bunch of different real housewives questions and i was like i didn't really know uh -huh. and since that time, because uh -huh. I had never watched uh, New York, or I had just started that week, yes. I've now watched the entire series twice. Got I've, it. I've completely caught up in Potomac. Oh, because you had all the time because of your leg. Yeah, because I was couch-ridden. I yes. up on the couch for two months. Mm. So I watched every single franchise. I also recently watched Miami. 
Um, the only franchise I haven't watched is New Jersey. Yeah. So my, did you do Atlanta? Yeah. I re where, yeah. where did you watch Atlanta? Is it on Hulu? Yeah. Oh, great. Are they all on Hulu? So, okay. Atlanta. Yes. New York. Yes. Um, Potomac, Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills. Of course. Miami. I had to buy. I bought Miami. Got it. I've heard really good things about it. So I wanted to watch it. I've um, seen oh, it. Dallas. I don't remember it. Dallas is on Peacock TV, so I bought like a um, or I got a, a free trial, a seven day free trial. I thought that Peacock was just free in general. That's what they say. It, it is if you want commercials every like ten minutes. And got I you. can't. And Dallas wasn't. I liked the first season a lot. People don't like the first season. I liked it a lot, but by the time I got to season three, I was like, I don't care for this at all or these women. But I heard that season, but season four is when the racism thing comes out. And so I didn't know if I even really wanted to watch that because like, you do support that. I mean, it's not like you're watching it because it's like you support it, but it is interesting to see such blatant racism. I'm like shocked daily on how many people are racist like, because I'm not, so it's, like, I think that everybody thinks like I do, and then, yeah. like, when I find out people are Trump supporters, I'm, like, oh, so you're racist. Okay, mm -hmm. got it. All right, cool. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm so, it's so wild to find out, like, the types, like, people, you know, just pe everyday people that you're, like, oh, you're, you're a sack of garbage. All right, cool, I didn't know, but thank you for letting me know, because now I can steer clear of you. It's so interesting to see your posts about like the DMs you get because your, your podcast is so, I mean, to me, it's explicit. I mean, it's like sexually explicit. You're not, you don't like sugarcoat anything. And so to, right. so when you start saying like, like the, the 101 basics of anti-racism, like black lives matter, and mm -hmm. you just say that, and then you get all this hatred in your inbox. I just find that to be, I mean, it's part of the work and you got to do it, but like, yeah, it's the, kind of interesting to see that because I'm like, how are you able to sit here and listen to her talk about Cox, but when she says Black Lives Matter, that's like so triggering to you? It's because wild. me being sexual is fun and exciting to them, but me speaking like out on like a lot of them are older and yeah. like a lot of them are like, didn't your parents teach you to not like talk about politics and like stuff like that? So they just don't, they think that I just am supposed to like keep it fun and keep it light. And I'm not supposed to do any of that stuff. But it's like, I mean, I have my podcast to like empower women and like make people feel normal about like whatever sexual experiences like they have. This isn't for some guy in his basement to listen to me talk about sexual experiences and jack off to it. That's not what my podcast is, but a lot of people take it like that. And then they're shocked when, you know, I talk about things that aren't sucking dick. Like, you know, yeah, I love to suck dick, but I also care about politics and I'm very worried about this election. And I'm going to talk about whatever it is that is on my mind because this is my platform. So I, the hate and the stuff that I get, I don't care because I'm just going to keep, like, speaking out. And, like, I, I won't stop saying, like, fuck Donald Trump. Well, and I think it's also about, like, I, I don't know that you would I, – I don't like to describe labels. Some people don't like to label themselves as feminists. Um, 
for me, that's a really touchy subject because I feel like the word feminism is not always inclusive of not white women. Mm. Um, but to me, it's interesting because what you do is what you do to me is like feminism is like, you know, empowering women, mm -hmm. but you can't do that if you're not also uplifting black women, mm -hmm. if you're not also uplifting all women. And so it's like, and that's why I felt like I had to get the caveat at the top, like, hey, Paris is, has definitely endured trauma, but also like, let's keep in mind that that is a very much everything that ha happens with Paris is a, is a point of her privilege. Mm -hmm. But that's also not her fault. No. Like, that's what she was, well, like, she didn't ask for the, like, I mean, she asked for the fame and stuff, but, yeah. you know, I mean... It, it, that was the hand she was dealt. The um, capitalism side, she did not necessarily ask for. Also, can we talk about something really quick? At yes. one point, she says, um, I, I don't want to stop until I have a billion dollars. And I was like, you don't already have a billion dollars? And then I was like, how does Kylie Jenner have a billion dollars and you don't have a billion dollars? Because like, you're a hotel heiress. And I was so confused. And so I wanted to ask you, this is not my podcast. <laughs> no, this is though. This is your <laughs> podcast today. It's yours. <laughs> I wanted to ask you, do you think that Paris is lying about not having a million dollars already? Or do you think Kylie's lying about having a billion dollars? Well, there was the whole thing that came out, like Forbes tried to retract their statement. I don't really, I, I didn't look into the story, so I'm kind of just blindly um, talking here. Right. Um, however, like Kylie's makeup brand is so, like. Girl, look at me right now, bitch. Like I, and it just keeps going. Like I've got like oh my 17. God, you have so much. I have so many, like, oh, here's more. Are those her eyes? Or yes. Like yes. And wow. let me tell you, this is, hands down, the best fucking eyeshadow I've ever used in my life. You want to talk about a blended, loving, what, I will pay, I don't, these are like $48, and I'm just like, take my money! I love, so... She like I don't spend money on makeup, but yet I have all of these because the shit is great. This highlighter, let's take a moment. I mean, yeah. like it's just it's so pretty. <laughs> I can't. So I feel like with Kylie, like this is like real money. You know what I mean? But like maybe like owning a hotel and like maybe doing the but doesn't she make a million dollars every time she does a dj set or something that's the rumor that's the rumor that every single show okay wait because we have to talk about this boyfriend we have to talk about tomorrow can morning. i ask a wild question sure that's gonna make me sound like an idiot how many million make a billion oh girl i don't know hundred <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm so happy your response wasn't like, um, uh, you should know this. I have no idea how many million make a billion. I don't know. Like, how much is a billion dollars? Because, like, I know how much a fat, like, a hundred thousand dollars, you know what I mean? Like, right, right. I know how much a million is, so, like, what's a billion? A hundred million? hundred million? Wait, let me guess. Okay. 
I love is it. it. Is it a hundred million? No. Okay. It's one thousand million. One thousand million. That's what That's it says. Crazy. Holy shit. One billion short scale, one thousand million. Yeah. Is the natural number following nine 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 nine? Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Thousand million. Followed by nine knots? Notes? N-O-U-G-H-T-S? What the fuck is that? Is that above a billion? I don't fucking know. <laughs> Can you fucking imagine, though, just having even, like, how much did she say she had? A hundred million? Yeah, she said something. She was like, when I got to 100 million, I thought I would be good, and then I didn't think I was good anymore. Like, what? Are you, oh, you're opening champagne? I'm so exciting. I'm so excited for you. I'm not doing a good job. Just pull that sucker off. Asshole. Oh, well, you have to take that part off. Right. Well, most bottles of wine that I use don't have that part, do Oh, you just do like a, a screw top? Well, they don't usually have a bottle cap on top of the cork. Oh, I thought I thought that was the wire thingy. No, no, I have some. No, I'm. Got you. Okay, I thought that that was Come what on. you you. I don't know. I don't know. Oh Jesus Christ! Okay, I got it. All right, Oof, we can resume. Um, and then there goes the straw. Sorry, landed on landed on a bed of costume, so we're good. Um. So. All right, let's talk about loser guy that she's dating and, and his whole stupid thing. Oh, yeah, that was amazing, though. That was amazing. Like, to watch her, like, rip his bracelets off and then kick him out and watch him, like, trying to get out of the van. Yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. It was so great. And I have to say that, like, the, the couple of podcasts that I did listen to that talked about it, we're like, that's so stupid. Like, basically making fun of her again. I'm very defensive of her. To say that, like, I don't know if you know, but it's a really big deal to risk someone's wristbands off. And I'm like, yeah, that's a really big fucking deal because you're a million-dollar headliner at Tomorrowland, which that's not, that's not my scene. Mm-hmm. However, I have dabbled with people who dabble in the scene. Mm-hmm. And, it, and people come from all around the world. Like, that's a yeah. very expensive huge ass festival yeah like if you had wristbands to coachella and someone ripped them off of you and you had backstage passes right that would suck you don't do that (laughs) also it's just like why make fun of her when like clearly he was pushing her buttons before she was going on and she just kept saying please leave me alone please if he had just taken his space and like drank some water and then apologized like all of it would it could have easily been avoided but because he acted like that, like, you know, pressing her, I just can't, it was make, it was giving me so much anxiety to watch him do that as she's walking on stage. And why didn't anybody tell him to back the fuck up? Like she had all those people around her and nobody really did anything. And, and well, well, I don't want to defend anybody because I think that that was absolutely appalling. Mm -hmm. But I, I think that, I mean, maybe they couldn't, because I couldn't quite hear what he was saying if it hadn't been for the captions. I wouldn't have known what he was saying to her, but she was very clearly like, get away. 
I don't care. Get away. Even if right. he was just like in her ear, just saying stupid shit, it doesn't matter. She's saying get away. He didn't get away. Right. He Even if he was apologizing, like she just needed a moment. She needed a moment. She was about to go on stage. Don't you, aren't y'all all getting paid off of her? Don't mm-hmm. you want her to make good money? Don't you want her right. to that? What the hell? What's yeah. going on here? Loved that she put the cameras in her house though, to like make sure he didn't do anything wild. That was, that was hilarious to me. But I mean, also like, yeah. Yeah. I don't blame her. No, I definitely don't blame her. She can do that. That's fine. Um, but yeah, I didn't think about how a lot of people are probably going to watch it and judge her and not really like have sympathy for it because she has like so much money or because this and that, but it's like, I mean, she's still human. She's still human. And she's still like, she's lonely. She's so lonely. Like I did not realize how lonely she is. Like no wonder she always has a different chihuahua and she's always out. Like no wonder she likes nightlife too, because we now know that she doesn't want to go to sleep because she has such terrible nightmares and, like, she never wants to go to sleep because, like, you know, that's when you have to face the reality. So, of course, she wants to stay up all night and be out at nightclubs and doing all of this and that. And like, I get it. One? Go ahead. No, I was just saying, like, I, like, I, I don't judge her for it. Like, I, I get it. She said at one point, and I wish I had taken notes because uh, I thought that when, when she said it, I was, like, struck mm-hmm. um when she was talking about her two fans or her um her like fans that came all the her, way mm-hmm. came all the way and she was like she said something to the extent of that's the only time I don't feel alone and yeah. I was like I resonated with that because I was like I feel like I probably invest a good bit of like compassion into this woman mm-hmm. that like other people in her, her real life maybe don't. Right. And like, I was like, it, it, it must be really something to know that people who have never met you or, or meet you in very like superficial situations in passing um, give you so much credit and give you so much compassion for who you are as a person and want to believe the best of you no matter what. Right. Whereas right. all these relationships that you have in your waking life and your real life aren't like that. Are, like homeboy who was like, and at first it didn't bother me. But then when I thought about it, I was like, there's something weird about this guy mm-hmm. that like started his paparazzi empire off of Paris and now just like clings to her every move. I was like, this is not, that's not a friend that's, right. that's around you mm-hmm. that like has to be nice to you. Oh, the guy who, who's her social media, whatever. Yes. Yeah. I didn't yeah. like him at all. No. I was like, uh, okay, I mean, I don't like what this sounds like, but, and just, like, the way that he's, like, in the car, and she's, like, taking a moment, and he's like, so, Paris, and she, like, has to turn on for a second, and, like, I don't know, I didn't like him at all. No, I wasn't into him. Yeah, no. What do you, um, what are your thoughts on Nikki? This is the most I've ever seen Nikki speak in any capacity. Um, Well, I kept seeing quotes online saying that she is saying that, like, Paris comes off as, like, privileged or something in it or what have you. But then I also wrote down um, somewhere here, not going to lie, Nikki sounds kind of bitter. Well, first of all, yeah, I mean, Paris, I mean, they're all very privileged. Why would Nikki be saying that? What's interesting about that? 
I, I, well, I, I didn't even read the article because I was like, well, I mean, why would you even what? Like, yeah. yeah. And you're in it. What? I don't know. You're and in the whole documentary. Child. Like, girl, you're privileged, girl. We're all, we're not, I'm not, I don't live with y'all. I think I do sometimes, but like. <laughs> so obsessed with you, I may as well. I'm a uh, Hilton. <laughs> um, it also shocked me when Paris said, I quote, I loved the attention because I felt like it was love. Yeah. Like, clearly, Homegirl was not getting at home what she needed to, which caused her to, you know, seek it elsewhere. Yeah. And it's like, I feel like she never really got to, like, grow up. And no. she even says, like, I'm scared to grow up. Yeah. You know? And she has, like, she has all these people around her. And then, like, like Nikki says, like, she you know, everything is drama with her, but she's mm -hmm. also kind of like really scattered. I said, uh, somewhere here, someone who, who's hectic, it doesn't mean that they love drama because she says like, it, Nikki says in it, like she loves drama. You know, she's always like, I need to go back up. I need to do this. I need to do that. But like, that's not, that's not somebody who loves drama. Like yeah. it's somebody who feels like one, they're being rushed or like that they just can't get in the right mind space to do everything that they need to do. And we're going to, we're just going to have to keep circling back, but, Fine. um, someone who back. I felt Kim Richards, her aunt, mm -hmm. that scene where, um, she and what's his name? Not Max. Um, her boyfriend. Oh, I, uh, the, the one that she describes as a bulldog. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I literally just watched all of it. Why can't I? I don't know. It's not John. It's not, um, the bull, gay bull. Uh, oh, this is driving me crazy. And it's what? the name of another, another character on the show. Is it Max? Mm-mm. I'm going to look it up. Ken. It's Ken. His name is Ken. It is Ken. It is Ken. Ken. So they, Ken and her are in a hotel room, which I also can just like side note when Kim is like, so we got a hotel room because that would be easier for us to drive back. I was like, it sounds like you guys are living in a hotel. Yeah. But anyway, um, Ken and her are getting ready to go out to, I think, VPR or something. And um, VPR, you know what I mean, sir. Yeah. And sure. um, they are, like, taking forever. Mm -hmm. And to me, that was someone who was, like, into the drama and, like, not – but also not organized. Not but we also learn later that she was going in the bathroom to, like, drink. drink. She had, like, she was drinking. Because she just, I just watched the, um, the, when Andy sits down with her after she gets out of rehab. And he's yeah. like, I have footage of the night that you go to Sir. Do you want to see it? And, like, she watches it. And she's like, yeah, I was, I, I was drinking that night. And, she like, was I was out of my mind. She was more than drunk. Oh, she was on pill. I'm, I'm assuming she was on pills and drinking. I, I can't even. I, I, I really need for, I need the truth on some of these shows. And, like, that's one of the ones where I'm, like, I need you to be very real. Like, what were you actually doing? Because, like, maybe Xanax, but, like, yeah. I don't know. It seems like there was something more going on mm -hmm. with it all. That That's movie. why I didn't knock Brandy for keeping saying, like, I mean, she was in the bathroom all the time, clearly inebriated on something, and, like, 
I, I mean, yeah, they're pissed because they were trying to keep it so hush hush off camera and she's talking about it, but she's like at that, like if I were new coming into that situation, I feel like I would also be doing that too. And I also would be like, then don't be on the fucking show if you guys want to fucking hide it. Like yeah. this is a reality show. Like if you got, if you need to protect her so bad, then why is she coming here fucking frazzled out of her mind? But. I mean, and I, sorry, go ahead. No, I'm thinking that maybe there's some relation between Paris's like chaotic behavior and, and Kim's behavior because they both had like trauma in their childhood that maybe they yep. didn't deal with. Yep. I really, I, and that, and exactly, that's exactly why I even said that because. Sorry, did I steal your point? I'm sorry. No, no. I rambled so much that I lost my point. You picked no, you're it up. Good. You're good. good. <laughs> um, but no, like, but I agree. I, I felt like it was, I mean, but then she reminded me of a friend that I have that does stuff like that. That's like, mm -hmm. I've, I've also out of like frustration felt like it was about drama. Mm. But then like, I've gone back and been like, I think that, you know, there's something more going on there. I uh, mean, I'm pretty hectic when I leave the house. Like a lot of the time, like I'll want to like go back in to get sunglasses that I forgot, but I feel like it's more stoner brain. Like I'm just like forgetting shit, yeah. but I also have OCD where I want to like go back into my house and make sure that like I turned off the coffee maker or like yeah. I turned off the straightener or stuff Unplug like that. the stove or the, um, slow cooker. Yeah. Like all of the shit that isn't plugged in that I assume is, um, I want to go back and check. So that's more it's not because I want drama or because I am traumatized. I just can't quite get my life together when I leave the house. Well, Nikki also came off a little like cold. Yeah, definitely. And I also thought it was interesting that she was like, Oh, I tell on, I used to tell on Paris all the time. And then it reminded me of this season when Kyle was like, I was having sex with my boyfriend and Kim came in and was like, gotcha. And went and told mom and like took the covers off of her some crazy shit and i mean i don't have a, i mean i i don't have a sister that i grew up with yeah so i was like is that how sisters usually are um yeah, but then I was, I was like i was like nikki why did you tell it she was like well i don't know paris was out of control but it's like aren't you like, your sister yeah i don't know so it's man like it's like the sister dynamic also all three of Kim, Kathy, and Kyle sisters, right? Mm -hmm. Kyle has prime. Does she have any boys? I think she only has girls. Uh -huh. Kathy has two girls and I think two boys. Uh -huh. And then Kim has all girls. All, all girls, or yeah. yeah, all girls. So like the like sister like dynamics of that are fascinating to me. They're fascinating because well, I. I like that Kyle, though, clearly is, like, giving her children, like, the type of, like, love and, like, affection that they need. Like, yeah. whatever she wasn't given, like, she definitely, like, makes sure that she gives to her kids, which I don't think is something that Kathy did. No. No, I don't. I understand the whole, like, family dynamic now so much more. And, like, even though I was watching Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, I still never really understood where everybody fit in, like, with the Hiltons. But now I understand. It's just because they all have different last names. That's yeah. why it's confusing. Because they don't have the same last name anymore, and I'm a fucking idiot. Um, I want to look over my notes and see any other things. Oh, the sex tape. Uh, yes. I want to talk about that. I 
didn't like how everybody was just like so ashamed and there was no like, I'm so sorry that this happened to you. Yeah. Like what about like, I'm so sorry that some awful guy leaked a sex tape and then like people are like, well, she should have never taped it. Like, haven't you done stuff that shouldn't be on camera or shouldn't go anywhere? Like I take nudes. I don't want the people who I trust to like send those out places. Like if something were to get out, like that would be terrible. Like that's not like, that's not why she took it. Like she took it because she felt pressured and she says that. And then you see the douchebag guy, like, on the camera being like, oh, they say this and that and this and that. But, like, you can tell that he's a fucking asshole. Such a dick. Yeah. Nothing about that guy. Oh. Okay. We're going to keep going. <laughs> no, but, say um, it. <laughs> no, I, I just, because there's just, like, so much that comes up. Put a pin in Nick Carter for a second because I want to keep talking about Homeboy with the sex tape. Got it. Um, I felt like when, I thought it was interesting because at one point Paris was like, Um, and now sex tapes are like the blueprint for people getting famous. And I felt like that was a very strong and interesting statement because you could tell the way that she talks about that. She is not like proud of that. She does not feel like that started her career at one point. She said like, I didn't need that. And she's so right. She did not need that. No, it was so, she was already so famous. Right. Like, and her family was so rich. Like she didn't need that. No. And then you look at. You look at the old personal assistant who, again, I am a, uh, re- I like to think of myself as a reformed Kardashian fan. Um, mm-hmm. Dan, actually, I could probably, I actually did do three quizzes recently and I do know a lot about the Kardashians. That Love it. But wait, you hate now. them now? Is that a thing? No, I hate them. No, no, no. But I, I, I'm trying to like, I, I'm realizing how problematic they are. And that's gotcha. hard for me because I, I really invested a lot of time <laughs> into the Kardashians into the Kardashians so I'm trying to like I'm trying to like I don't know conflate that I guess with the fact that they are heavily problematic yeah but I thought that that was a really strong statement of Paris to make and I think that it's interesting because when when Kim came on the scene it like I remembered that Kim was uh Paris's assistant Right. But I didn't, like, remember her like that, but I, like, remembered that they were, like, you know, connected in some way. But it was also, at some point, like, controversial. And I don't remember what year it was. I don't remember exactly in what context, but there was a time period where it was, like, in the news cycle that, like, Kim was part of Paris's crowd, but they were no longer friends. And that was a very short-lived period. And, And Kim never talked about Paris. Kim never brought Paris up or, like, it was really weird in interviews. She would be really weird about Paris. And so like, I'm looking back on it and I'm like, I wonder if Kim doing this and the way that the whole sex tape thing went for Kim, which I think Mm -hmm. at this point is pretty widely known to be on purpose. I wonder. Has she ever said that it was? She's never said that, but she's like, I was on ecstasy. Yeah, uh-huh. She has said she was on ecstasy. Yeah, and I mean, Ray J is, like, not amazing. Like, uh, like I feel great. like, I feel like, may, like, let's say maybe they were at dinner one night and, like, they she made a joke about it or something, right? And they had already taken a tape or something and, like, maybe he, he leaked it. I don't know. 
I mean, I don't know necessarily that Chris leaked it. I'm just saying that I think that it was interesting that, like... There's no way Chris... There's no... I, I just feel like there is... A, what? You don't think Chris did it? That's really gross. Yeah, that would suck. Like, I... Unless, like, Kim knew. Like, unless it was like, hey, mom, do you think that we should release my porn? And then, like, they were, she was like, maybe, yeah, and then they did it together. I'd be less grossed out about it. But, like... You no, know, I, I think that, if anything, it probably went something like Ray J or, or someone... In, I, I, what I think happened, this is my conspiracy, I think that Ray J maybe sent it to someone mm-hmm. who was going to leak it. And because of... Because he was going to leak it because of how successful Paris's was. And mm-hmm. we all saw that. Not necessarily because they were connected, but because it was so successful... And I think that Chris and Kim probably sat down and were like, well, we can either make a huge fucking deal out of this or we can make money off of it. Right. And I think that that fucked Kim up. And I think that that, I think that that's why for so many seasons, Kim has all these encounters with situations where she's like naked or provocative and she has all these like moral conflicts. And we see mm-hmm. that on the screen. That's a whole other thing. I've watched a lot of Kardashians in my life. Right. Um, like with the Playboy stuff, like when she doesn't want to be nude and then right. they like blah, 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 and the whole thing. And I think that it's because I think it all stems from the tape, but not because it was like released with like, I don't think that she didn't know it was going to happen. And I think that that doesn't necessarily mean that she put it out there herself. Right. right. I just so think you just she, think that like maybe it got leaked and they were like, it's going to come out. And she was like, well, okay. How can we make the best of this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, wouldn't anybody? Yeah. Because I, I mean, of so. course they're going to want to put out Robert Kardashian's daughter having sex. Yeah. Right. But see, I don't think that that's what happened with Paris. I no. think that Paris was, I think that that was legit, like. Yeah, like the boyfriend, yeah. like fucking. Yeah. yeah. I mm-hmm. mean, he had people paying for it. Yeah. Yeah, like, I remember all of that happening, so it's just, it's terrible, like, with the whole sex tape thing and the fact that her family was, like, so ashamed when it's, like, it wasn't her fault. No. And I'm sure they're, like, well, I mean, don't take stuff like that, but it's, like, I mean, it's a different time. Maybe you didn't, like, take nudes when you were doing whatever or have filmed this or that, but, like, that, that happens now. Can we also um, just pivot really quick to Nick Carter? Okay. Mm-hmm. So she shows those pictures. Yeah. When she had bruises on her. And that was during the time that she was with Nick. Oh, I didn't and, know that. Yes. I didn't so even know she dated Nick Carter. She did date Nick Carter. I think it was kind of brief. Got it. Um, like, I think it was like a. Well, now we know why. I might be wrong, but I think it was like, it was for sure less than two years, but I'm thinking it was probably just a few months. Okay. Um, I could just look it up, but I'm not going to. Feel you. Um, but so she has these pictures come out where she has bruises and it was like alleged that Nick Carter hit her. Right. Mm-hmm. And no one ever, obviously that never got addressed. Yeah. And so she's talking about this in the documentary and then it had come out because, you know, Aaron Carter and going through it, bless him. He's got like a lot going on. Yeah. Um, but he, uh, you know, they used to have that show, you know, that, Oh my God, you know, the sister died. Like I think she committed suicide and like they had this whole like miserable situation, but they had like the house of Carter's reality Mm. show that lasted like a very short amount of time as well. 
Got it. I also like can't remember time periods, but I don't think it was more than a couple of seasons. Yeah. Um, and so there's this one episode that's really messed up where Aaron is like playing music loud and it pisses Nick off and Nick gets up and he comes and confronts Aaron and they're fighting. And then Nick closes the door and you hear him like hitting him. You hear him like hitting Aaron. And then one of the people in the house, I don't know if it was mom or somebody comes out and gets them out of the room. And Aaron is like, um, you're not a good person, Nick, like you're a fucked up person. And now everybody's going to see it because everyone knows that you have all this pro all these problems. And then Nick was like, if you want to know why I hate my brother, the reason I hate him is because the day after me and Paris broke up, he was in the car with Paris and he got her loaded and he was taking pictures with her and he was taking, it's fun. It's not funny. It's interesting because Nick was talking about selfies, but we didn't have that language at the time. So he was like, he was taking pictures like this, like this with her and like holding the phone in front of uh, their faces. Like, you know, like yeah. a selfie. Yeah. Um, but we didn't have that language. And, and, and he was like, and, she, and he got her loaded and da, 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 da. And I was like, and it is so bizarre to like, I rewatched it right before, um, like maybe yesterday. Oh, wow. And okay. I was like, oh God. Yeah. This was really intense. And you just think you're like, holy shit. But I guess like the context of the show, I don't know. you like, didn't think about it, but when you watch it, you're like, oh yeah, no, Nick was kind of a abusive and you wouldn't think that of Nick you think that of Aaron because of Aaron being wild you know yeah jeez I'm so sorry <laughs> I love it this is I, you're opening my eyes up to a whole world I didn't know about you know what I mean I just like, like I have had so many feelings so <laughs> I'm happy you have a place to finally get them out um And it's like, I know that her parents were just, like, doing the best that they could, I guess, with, like, what she was giving them and, like, that they did what they thought was best. But, like, the poor girl was traumatized after. Yeah. Like, you know, she took, like, didn't she say, like, she felt like a shell of a human when she got back and she just wanted to, like, get, and, like, they showed pictures of her just, like, looking absolutely miserable. Yeah. You know? And it's so interesting, too, that, like... Even with Kim and Kyle watching everything that happened with Paris, they still did a reality show. And, then, like, Kim's life fell apart on it. Yeah. Like, you would think that they would know, like, but, like, maybe Kim or Kyle just didn't care. Because I feel like Kyle is, like, real, like, she's got her head screwed on her shoulders. Yeah. Like, you know? So maybe she thought that it would be good for them to do it because – she finally wanted to be honest or maybe it's like the proactive like get in front of it or get ahead of it before they get to you you know type of thing yeah and maybe i think that i mean because that argument in the limo where kim is like you stole my house or whatever mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. like i don't know that any like i know that the details have come out about what exactly that meant yeah but like kyle's reaction in that moment where she goes do you know what you just said was like she I don't think that she expected it to be like that like I think that they think 
And I think that maybe Kathy also thinks that they can keep things, they have enough resources, they have the money, they have the power, they have the control to keep things under wraps. Like they yeah. can control their own narrative. And I See, think that's... The impression that I got when she said that was more like, do you hear what you're saying? Yeah. Because that is not what happened. Because she sold her share of the house because she needed the money. Yeah. And then when she came back in and she was like, I want the house again, Kyle was like, well, no, like, I'm good. Like, it's, it's, it's fine. Like, I'll just, right. you know, she's like, I mean, it's still yours, but that's where the whole, like, you stole my goddamn house came from. Yeah. So maybe, but also like, maybe you are right. And she's like, I just like, you're really doing, but she was also drunk that night. So maybe she wasn't thinking before she was saying, you know, like you stole my goddamn house and stuff. Well, and, and again, because I don't remember the details and you just schooled me. Well, that's only because I just watched it. I can't ever remember anything. So the fact that I was able to just pull something out of my, but that's because I literally just watched it. Well, and, and also I just like, but Kyle got so angry. She got mm -hmm. so angry. And I'm like, are you angry? about what she said are you angry that she's drunk and you can't address it like what are you I, mad about yeah i think that there's a lot of stuff still that hasn't gone on because andy in literally was paused on the television behind me is was asking them was like he said i think like what were you mad about or like what is like all of the underlying like resentment and they both said like we're not going to talk about it yeah so, like, something more has gone on or something, like, I don't know. But I feel like it's worse to leave it to everyone's imaginations than to just, like, be open and on, like, then people will understand. But maybe I mean, because they have such a big history and, like, they're, they have all these different people that they, like, do feel like they need to represent and, like, stay quiet. Yeah. <sighs> it's kind of fascinating i'm not gonna lie kind no it, it it is i mean i feel like that's why people are so interested in it i mean i think like over three million people watched that interview or that documentary so far like and i i, I like i said before i feel like you go into it thinking that it's going to be like your fun you know like oh this is what she buys and this is what she eats and this is what she does but then it's you know, it's a, it's a bigger glimpse into what she's had to deal with and carry on her shoulders while also keeping it all secret because she just wants a, 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 a whatever her goal was, like whatever it was her, that she I was dreaming about. Her, I don't think that she had a goal. I think that she was just raised not to talk about shit. And I've, I mean, like, I have... The only, the only reason I say goal is because she said, and I have, like, the visual picture of it, when she was in solitary confinement, the only thing that got her through was thinking about what she was going to do, oh, like, yeah. when she got out and, like, how, who she was going to become. That's what I mean by that. And then just, like, you know, and in a way being money hungry because the more money you have the less your parents can tell you what to do. And she says that, like, that she just wanted to have so much that, like, nobody could tell her what to do. But then at the same time, they're always going to treat her like she's a kid. That's just what's going to happen. Yeah. But anyway, you were question. saying. No, I have a question. Mm -hmm. Do you think Kathy's going to join Beverly Hills this uh, next season? I, 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 I'd rather have Chris. 
Girl, Chris is not joining damn Real Housewives <laughs> of Beverly Hills, girl. Well, listen, if I'm going to have to choose, like, I don't want to watch that woman's drama. I don't care shit about her. I think that, um, well, again, I, I want to give credit to whoever I was listening to, but it was a podcast. I don't remember who said it. Mm-hmm. Said that there was enough of, there was enough of, we've had enough of the Richard sisters. Like, we can... Yeah. Like I'm, I, I don't I don't need but that. Not Chris Jenner would never. Chris Jenner would never. Can you imagine? It'd be great. It would be great. I think that I think I think Or uh, what about Faye? I would be fine yeah, with let's Faye. Get Resnick. Let's get her back. Like she was a great um added on when she was coming on with Camille or whoever, and she's always at the parties. Let's ask her. Yeah, she can be a full-time, and then we can have Chris be a friend of. I could see Chris being a friend of. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm available. I'm available for that. Yeah. Wasn't she at Kyle's party and they showed her? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's been, on, she's been opening her prospects well, a little and bit. And since the, the Kardashians are ending, maybe she would be more inclined to attend a lunch with cameras with Bravo – I feel like I just heard myself knock on my brain and it sounded like a hollow (laughs) door. And I'm like, hello. (laughs) All this reality TV I've watched has, you know, got nothing left in the brain. Um, Do you have any final, this is Paris thoughts? God, you look so amazing. My God. It was like a pose when I looked back up. (laughs) Um, I'm trying to think. I think that I've gotten it all off my chest. I, I will say, I think. Do you feel that, better now? I do feel better. Okay. <laughs> do you feel like you've gone to therapy and let it all out? That's all I need I to know. I do. Good. Um, I feel like also um, some people think that she, I just feel like sometimes if you have a platform, just like, you know, use it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like she did some, I know that it wasn't the crux of the documentary. It should have been, but it wasn't, but it, I mean, know. it was at the, I mean, they had, they couldn't put it in the middle. Like, yeah, I got to tell I, the story first, I guess. I think that ultimately it did what it needed to do because it, it's, I mean, it resonated with me. I, I mm-hmm. was like, well, what the fuck? And now I want to like bring all these schools down because they're not, because I do a position that is, that actually helps the goal. Yeah. It like yeah. actually does what these schools are trying to do. Right. Um, Without throwing them into a room naked for right. 18 hours starving. Without deprive. I mean, like it's like deprivation is not the way the answer. to get the behavioral goal that you want. Um, no. Fame is not the way to do it. Uh, you know, and, and, and a punitive response is usually just like the worst way you want to be restorative. You want to be proactive. You want to have the conversations with the kids or the teens or whatever, and be like, Hey, like we see you acting like this. Mm-hmm. This is not necessarily how you should be responding or what, or you're responding this way because why? And then let the kid tell you why they're responding that way. Like if the kid walks out of class and throws a desk over, be like, wow, it looks like you're really upset. And that sounds really like, that sounds really ridiculous, but that actually. But see, it doesn't sound ridiculous to me. Yeah. Because it's like, clearly they're upset about something. So instead of just punishing them for being upset, maybe figure out why. Yeah. But I feel like parents with a lot of money and people like, 
maybe let me retract that. Not parents with a lot of money. Parents who have a lot to protect. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, feel like they need to like have a quick resolve and I, and and the talking through it and the socio-emotional response is not quick. Yeah. It is very much like something that you have to implement constantly. You have to have consistency. You have to have, um, it's a lot of repetitive shit. It's a lot of having the kid do the same thing over and over and not getting a different response, but you have to be consistent and you have to do it all the time. And then, but that, I mean, consistency really helps. Consistency is key. Yeah. Key. Exactly. Consistency is key. Yeah. And not consistent abuse because consistent abuse is counterproductive. Well, yeah. And it also led to her being, not knowing what abusive relationships were for Paris to have said that she was with five guys that hit her. Yeah. Like that's insane to me. You know what I mean? Like when she was like, one, two, three, I was like, holy shit. Like, yeah, I, I luckily I can't count any on my fingers who have like touched me. You know what I mean? So it's just like, I don't like that. My goodness. I forgot my thought. So I had to end it. (laughs) That was gone, so I just oh my goodness. <laughs> what are the what are the travel laws to LA? Can I just come out there? Can I just what like, the what? Like the travel law like can you guys have visitors out there or Oh I think you can come out here. It's it, it's it's super Rona'd, but I think there's not much to do. That's okay. Like shit's not open. Um but I think I mean when you come out here you should just quarantine for three days. And then once those three days are up, go and get tested just to make sure you didn't, like, get it from the plane or, like, coming over here or what have you. But then after that, I feel like it's – I think it's fine. I'm not really sure. I think there's, like, a three-day – I don't know. I've literally been in my house. I haven't even let anybody in. Yeah. (laughs) Don't come in. It's – I mean, you may have heard Georgia's not doing great. Oh, are Uh, they not? I don't watch the news because it's scary. Yeah. I mean, mean, we're – I mean, we don't have our shit together most, most days. We don't mm. have our shit together. So, mm. you know, I'm just kind of like trapped in this little city and I'm going to go somewhere, but soon. I feel you. I feel trapped here. I just feel trapped in these four walls, like of my apartment. Like, I'm just like, oh my God. But now, because we were dealing with intense fires here and like the, when I would check the weather, it would just say smoke. And like yeah, the air was so house. bad. Now we can, it's getting a lot better. Like the okay. air, it's like moderate. I can see blue sky again. Like the, the sun at one point was orange. Like it was insane. Like so it was, ridiculous. I mean, wait, is the sun orange? Red. It was red. Red. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know, it was, it was not the color it was supposed to be. Right. Um, any final thoughts? Did you get it all out for this is Paris? That's hot. Perfect. That's the only (laughs) really thing that we needed. Um, Thank you for, one, having this idea because I don't know that I would have watched it, and two, for coming on my show. Of course. I'm so happy that you even thought thought that this was something that I would want to do. And I mean, I guess I did tell everyone it's something I wanted to do, but I don't know. Just everybody have conversations with your kids. Don't, yeah. uh, don't be weird about it. Yeah. And um, where can everybody find you if they want to follow you? 
Um, you can find me at Emily Agogo, Emily A G O G O, which is such a cute name. Thank you. Interesting fact before we leave the reason that <laughs> the reason that my name is Emily Agogo, um, shout out to my middle slash high school best friend. His name is Brett. Um, he said to me when we were in like seventh grade, he was like, we have to be like Paris and Nicole. We have to be like Paris and Nicole Richie. That's how, that's what best friends are. And I was like, okay. And he was like, so we have to have matching MySpace names. And I was like, okay. So his was Brett Agogo and I was Emily Agogo to match him. And I never changed it. So that's been Love my it. like handle for like 15 years <laughs> so shout out to him and i love that it comes full circle to the paris hilton situation here we are here we just talked about her for an hour and whatever long <laughs> we did yes, God. um well thank you so much for coming on it was a blast you're welcome and you know what i think i'm gonna do i think i'm gonna see you again next tuesday go out be the best person you can be and suck as much dick as you possibly can bye